0: we live in a culture that kind of says you're the hero of your own story you pull yourself up by the bootstraps you know your success is up to you hustle for it don't apologize demand what you want go 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 and i believe that the fruit of that message is destruction mm. because it takes jesus out of the equation when we know that our strength and our wisdom and our courage and our abilities all come from the Lord. They come with partnering with the Lord, whether it's raising our kids or leading our businesses or writing a book or whatever it is, that all the goodness inside of us, all the strength, all the courage, that comes from Him.
1: Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Rin Robbins, and I'm excited that you're here. This is the place where you will feel encouraged as I share my friends' God stories with you. Whether you are on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or taking me along with you on your walk, I pray that you will feel seen by God and will be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. This is episode 146 when I get to chat with Allie Worthington. Allie is known for her straight talking encouragement and practical tools that help women reach their dreams in business and in life. She's a business coach and co founder of Called Creatives, where she coaches writers and speakers. Author of The Year of Living Happy, Fierce Faith, and Breaking Busy, Allie is a well known speaker and host of the popular podcast, The Allie Worthington Show. You will love hearing from Allie as she shares her story of creating her online business as a necessity, how we can partner with God, and all about standing strong. All right, here is my conversation with Allie Worthington. Well, welcome to the podcast, Allie. Thank you. I'm
0: so thrilled to be here.
1: Well, I am super excited. We have a mutual friend, Audra
0: Haney, that Mm -hmm. I love and I'm
1: excited to have you on today.
0: Well, she is the best. So any friend of Audra's is a fast new friend of mine. Oh, you're sweet.
1: Well, uh, before we start, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family because you have a lot of boys in your household. (laughs) I do.
0: (laughs) My husband and I have five sons, so they are 12, 14, 16, 19, and 21. So there's a lot of testosterone in the house. Um, The dog and I are the only females. (laughs) We are getting a new puppy, another girl. So I'm, I'm I'm balancing everything out.
1: That's hilarious. (laughs) I cannot imagine five boys and all the testosterone. Because listen, the other day, my husband, I only have one son, okay? And he's seven. Mm -hmm. And my husband and my son were wrestling the other day. And the dog, I looked over and the dog was just stress eating. Like, I can't
0: handle this. (laughs) I can't handle all this testosterone.
1: So I can't imagine having five. How is that on a day-to-day?
0: You know, as they've gotten older, it's a lot easier but, you know, when they're young, it's just constantly trying to keep them alive every day, keep them from jumping <laughs> off the roof or doing something crazy or always wrestling. But now we're at a pretty low-key, calm ages, except for my 21-year-old. When he comes home from college, he revs everybody up. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. So, Here's
1: a serious question for you. How many ER trips have you made in your lifetime?
0: (laughs) You know, I've only done three. (gasps) Okay. Never for a broken bone. One time I accidentally tried to kill my son because (laughs) I served him a new kind of pesto and he's allergic to nuts and I didn't know it had cashews in it. Oh no. That was rough. (gasps) Um, Eventually I'm going to start a book and start it with, I have tried to kill my children. (laughs) Luckily. I didn't let it happen. Um, probably the worst moment of my life, realizing oh my that word. I fed him something with nuts in it yeah. and little cuts and bruises, but yeah, no broken bones. <gasps> okay.
1: That's awesome. That is so, that's hope for us as boy moms mm-hmm. that are like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> There's hope for it. <laughs> okay. So you have five sons,
0: you and your husband live in the Nashville area. Is that right? Yeah. Just okay. outside of Nashville. Yeah. And I'm a author and a speaker when we, when we have events again mm-hmm. and a business coach. Okay, great. And you just recently started Called Creatives with Lisa Whittle, correct? Yeah, yeah. Called Creatives is a coaching community for women who are called to create, who are called to write or to speak for the glory of God. So super excited about that. I wanted to give everybody all the inside information that nobody talks about and like get real about it go, here's what you need to know, but then also do it super inexpensively. So we have, you can join for $19, super easy.
1: That's awesome. That you are um, no nonsense where you just straight to the, you know, like, let's get to it, yeah. you know? And yeah. I love that. I think that is a really good character quality to have.
0: We're living in an age where things are challenging enough. We just need people to come alongside us and go, okay, here's the real deal. Here's what you need to know. Let's mm-hmm. go for it. Love and it. if I can be one of those voices, I'm happy to be it. That's great. Okay. Well, let's go back a few years when
1: you were uh, a stay at home mom and your husband was in the workforce and Mm -hmm. he lost his job, which has happened to a lot of people out there, especially during this uh, COVID time and and uncertainty and all that. Now this was years ago. So tell me what was that like walking through that and that he was not able to get another job and what, what was that like?
0: Yeah. This happened in 2007. So I was pregnant with our fifth son, middle of 2008. We, we had run through our savings. Things were getting really stressful. Mm. And I had my fifth son and we moved out of our house when he was four weeks old and the house ended up going into foreclosure and we lost everything we owned except what fit into two mobile storage units. Mm. And we spent a summer living with my grandfather. And we would drive to the McDonald's Playland every day, close to his house, and the boys would play in the Playland. And my husband would submit his resume like crazy all over the country. And I would Google on a PC with missing laptop keys. I would Google, how do you build a business on the internet? How do you make money online? Because it's not like God gave me an angel to say, it is time to build your business and help your family but it was just born out of necessity. It was time for me to learn. It was time for me to figure out what I could do to help us as a family survive, which God being so gracious, grew that through the years into being a really successful company. Wow. And
1: I, I remember you telling that story at Business Boutique uh, mm-hmm. that I went to last year. And I remember like, it is like such a visual of you typing on keys that don't work. Just the visual of that, of just getting scrappy as Christy writes, right? Just let's figure it out. Uh, And then what happened after that when you were just like, let's start a business?
0: Yeah. So that's 2008. My husband ended up getting a new job, which gave us um, some runway because we needed a way to feed ourselves. So for two years, I just built my business. I started a conference in 2008 and a website that I eventually sold and realized that I was in love with the power of the internet, the power of women for the first time in history, being able to go online and learn whatever we want to learn and teach ourselves what we want to be taught and then start businesses for very low cost because, you know, I think for so many women, we're waiting for someone to give us permission, but the internet just gives us permission because we learn, oh, I don't have to actually ask for anybody's permission. I can just go for it. So I fell in love with the freedom that we have to create online and ministries and companies and entrepreneurial pursuits. And I never, I never looked back. It was so fun. Well, and you go into a lot of this in your new book
1: coming Mm -hmm. out called Standing Strong, and you go into details of what happened after all of the uh, turmoil of your husband losing his job and you just, you know, let's start a company Um, because you, like you said, you started the Blistem Conference, Mm -hmm. and then you got another job with uh, a ministry that you loved, and then God
0: called you out of that. Tell me a little bit
1: about that.
0: I have a pretty, God and I have an interesting track record with me with, with my work. So 2008 started the Blistem Conference and it grew so fast and so successfully that my husband was able to retire and he was the one driving the kids to school and taking them to sports and dentist appointments and all of that. And it was great. And then in 2012, the Lord told me clear as day, it was time for me to quit, quit the company that I had built. And I ended up giving the company to my co-founders and kind of stepping out in faith. And it didn't make sense to anybody. Everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> and I started business coaching because I knew that that I was really, really good at business coaching. So I was like, well, I guess I'll, I'll try this now. The only thing I had ever done professionally was run the conference and build a website and sell it. So I didn't really know if it was going to be successful or not, but business coaching by the grace of God took off. And about a year and a half after that, I met Christine Kane, the evangelist at a social event. We were both at a restaurant and after dinner, she literally walks up to me out of the blue. We had never met. And she said, I hear you're the person I'm supposed to talk to you about what I want to build. Mm. And because I was a business coach, I don't know how I had the nerve to say this this day. I said, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Wow. And she flew to Nashville, her and her husband, and took me out to dinner and said, we need you to run it. And I said, oh, absolutely not. I I would be terrible at running. I I can run my own thing. I, I can't run that. No. She said, well, go pray about it. And I said, well, I'll pray about it. But Jesus would have to tell me and you separately that I'm supposed to do this. And she said, Jesus only has to tell you. So I wait two wow. days, finally pray about it, and I felt like the Lord said, "Do it." Mm-hmm. So I texted her and said, "I'm all in," and she said, "It's about time you heard from the Lord. Let's go." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I had
0: this dream job of running from running Propel from home. You know, the rest of the team was in California, and I'd go out there every couple of months. But being part in leading a global ministry was a dream come true, and I thought I would do that forever. And then I was at the if gathering in 2017, just went as a guest, just sitting and listening and, you know, listening to speakers and worship and just having a good time like everyone does. And during the second worship song, God said, leave. And, you know, sometimes the Lord will speak to you and he will illuminate everything inside of you and you will just know what he's talking about. And I knew he didn't mean leave if gathering. I knew he meant leave my job. And I was devastated to leave, devastated. And it put me on this journey of dealing with my own self-doubt of trying to figure out, did I do something wrong? Am I not good enough to lead a ministry anymore? And then kind of going back and telling my husband, my husband, who whenever I would say, I think the Lord's telling me this and it'd be crazy. And he'd go, well, let me pray about it. And he always supported it and always was part of it. But this time I went home and told him and he goes, well, the Lord didn't tell you when to leave. And we've been through so much because after he had retired from his job, he got really, really sick and was sick for years. And he was just beginning to go into remission. And so I had this intention inside of me of, can I quit my job? Can I support us again? When is my husband going to get on board with this? But I really had this, this fear that if I quit and things turned bad for the family, if I couldn't support the family, that my children would be sacrificed on the altar of my calling and I didn't want to hurt them. I didn't want to say to them, God's, God's called me to quit my job and I'm going to walk out and step out in faith and I don't know what's going to happen next. And if things went bad, I didn't want them to have bad feelings about the Lord. Hmm. And it, it became the struggle for me to learn how to step out in faith and trust him. And I think the, the broader lesson, it's not just my lesson, the broader lesson here is God's calling each woman to do something. This, this more inside of her, whether it's start a garden or foster a child or go back to school or whatever it is, there's something that God has for each of us as women. But if we're not careful, self-doubt can take us out. We'll tell ourselves the stories that we're not good enough. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough resources. All the mistakes I've made in the past, I can't do that. And God wants to partner with women. He wants to do great things in this world with us. But if we let our self-doubt and the adversity that we feel around us stop us, we're never going to be able to be able to move forward with him. And I love that you said the partnering with God because I love
1: it. I love it. So, talk to us a little bit about that because in your new book, Standing Strong, you talk about partnering with God and it's so timely. It's so, so timely right now. And so, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I think that we live in a culture that kind of says you're the hero of your own story. You pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You know, your success is up to you. Hustle for it. Don't apologize demand what you want, go, go, go. And I believe that the fruit of that message is destruction Mm. because it takes Jesus out of the equation. When we know that our strength and our wisdom and our courage and our abilities all come from the Lord, they come with partnering with the Lord, whether it's raising our kids or leading our businesses or writing a book or whatever it is, that all the goodness inside of us, all the strength, all the courage that comes from him. and God is partnership. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He exists in partnership. He loves to partner. He made us and he has purposes and dreams and plans for this world. And he partners with us as individuals to do it, to raise your kids, to build that church, to provide a meal for a man who's grieving because he's lost his wife, whatever it is, it's a partnership. He doesn't need us but he loves to partner with us to do things. And you know, for me, the, the perfect picture of partnership is Noah. God didn't need Noah to build the ark. He could have just willed it. He could have mm-hmm. whew, thought about it, and there it is. But he partnered, and I can't help but wonder how many people before Noah were asked to partner with him and just thought, oh, well, that's crazy. I must have eaten some bad dates. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but Noah was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. It's partnership. Mm-hmm. And Noah went on for 120 years building that ark. And I can only imagine that after like year three of never seeing <laughs> rain, he was like, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. Year 35, he's slinging that hammer and he's wondering if he's crazy. Year 75, year 110, slinging that hammer. He was partnering with God to fulfill God's purposes on the earth. And imagine how great he felt a year 120. And that's kind of partnership for us. God has something for each of us in each season of our lives. In some season, it's you know going to college and getting an education. It's working. It's raising kids. Our calling changes in each season because our calling is just what has God put in our hands to do. But every step of the way, he partners with us to do it. And I think that kind of, the heart behind this book and the message that I kept getting for this book before I read it from the Lord was that he does have great things for each woman, big things, small things, things other people will know about things. Nobody will know about this kind of a secret in her own heart. And he wants to partner with us to bring his plans for this world into fruition. Well, I love that you mentioned Noah, uh, because in the chapter,
1: when you talk about partnering with God in your new book, you there's a there's a quote that you said, and I'm, I'm going to read it because I really, I don't want to oh, mess yeah, it please. up. And you said, and just like a toddler doesn't fall a few times and decide, I guess I'm not cut out for walking. I'm just going to plop down and wait for my parents to carry me through life. We can't live like that as an option either. We can't plop down and wait for God to carry us through life. But we do it all the time, don't we? We sit down and defeat when we fall. We play small when self-doubt washes over us. We take ourselves out of the game before we ever get a chance to play. I mean, right? That's what we do. We all do, That's it. What I we do. All do it. We yep. do it. And so, I mean, what if Noah
0: had done that? You know, yeah, like you what if he was that? like, oh... I was just imagining that or let mm-hmm. somebody else do that. Who's a way better carpenter than I am. I mean, yeah. we, we all could have done it. Mm. Mm. So I really love that you brought that out in your
1: book and it's called standing strong. Can you tell me what is standing strong mean for you?
0: I think standing strong, the reason why I put uh, those are just three of my friends. we We took the photo behind uh, Reese Witherspoon's store in oh, Nashville. eleven. No yeah, we're just in <laughs> the alley behind there. so great. and I wanted it to be multiple people on the cover mm. because when as women, we stand strong in community. Mm. and we're at this strange strange place in the world right now where we don't have a lot of community around us, right? It's 2020 and things are crazy. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a lot of community online and we have a small amounts of community. But I wanted to put those women on the cover to show we stand strong together, just like we partner with God, we partner with each other. But standing strong, it isn't about standing in our own strength. Standing strong is about standing in the strength that can only come from the Lord. And as important of that, it's also about getting out of our own way so God can work in and through us. And by getting out of our own way, I mean, sometimes it's our own self-doubt. It's our own lack of confidence. It's our own, like you mentioned before, playing small. We get hurt and we play small, but we have to overcome that and realize that's not God's plan for us. Sometimes what happens is we get scared or we get hurt or we're nervous about something and we play small and we call it humility. When really, it's just disobedience, when God calls us to do something, when God calls us to an area of growth, or an area where we have to be courageous and we go, "Oh, that's not me. I'm just going to sit back here and wait for God to move." We call it humility, but really we're just disobeying where God's leading us. And there's nothing holy about staying small or cowering in fear when God's calling us to get strong. Mm. Knit that on a pillow, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, woo girl, bring it. I love it. I love it. So good. And I think it's so needed. No matter what we're doing as women, if we have our own business or if we're homeschooling our kids or virtual schooling our kids right now, or um don't have any kids at all, or if we're single, what has God called us to do? And and it's to stand strong in community. Love yeah. that. I love that fault, Okay, so. Uh, I want to ask these three fun questions at the end of our episode. I could talk to you um, for minutes and minutes and hours and hours, but (laughs) I want to ask these three questions to you. Uh, What are you eating, reading,
0: and loving? Oh, I like that. (laughs) What am I eating? Um, I'm eating a lot of stir fry. Okay. A lot of stir fry. Every night, like cauliflower rice, stir fried veggies, okay. some meat in there, lots of soy sauce. Okay. Yummy. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Um, I'm reading. I'm reading an amazing book right now on Audible so I can multitask, but it's yes. American Dirt okay. by Janine Cummings. It is amazing. It's a, a woman who lives in Mexico who has a bookshop. Her, I'm not giving anything bad away. Okay. Her husband is killed. Her husband's a journalist and he's killed by the drug cartel. Wow. And it's her and her son escaping Acapulco and what they go through to try to get to America because anywhere they stay in Mexico, the cartel can find them. Wow. And I'm on, I think I have an hour left of the 14-hour oh. book to go. Oh. I, I actually woke up at 5 a.m. Uh-huh. to listen to a whole hour yeah. of, of the book this morning. It's that good. Oh, that's
1: awesome. That's always so a good. good
0: book when you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I have an hour.
1: Let's just turn the TV on, guys, so that we can yeah. get through this. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good book. Uh, now, okay. And what was the last question again? Oh, what are you loving? Mm, I am loving movie theaters being back open. Oh, are yours book okay, open? They're, they're open, but nobody's there. And yeah. the one we go to, we go to a Regal so we can see when people buy seats. So if anybody buy, if more than two people buy a seat, uh-huh. we will switch to a different showtime. But most of the movies we've gone to see, nobody else has been there. And uh-huh. we have the whole theater to ourselves and we wear masks and douse ourselves in sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. I highly okay. recommend it. Okay. That's great. I think ours did open recently, but I
1: I haven't really thought about which movies are playing. That's great.
0: Yeah. Lots of, lots of really fun movies out, but it kind of reminds me of life pre COVID. So I really love it. They're playing classic movies and new movies. (gasps) Highly recommended.
1: Very cool. I like that. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) I'm excited about your book coming out. It's called Standing Strong. Where can people find you, Allie, online and where can they find your book?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm Allie Worthington everywhere, A-L-L-I. So the Allie Worthington Show is my podcast, AllieWorthington.com and Allie Worthington on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, and I just built a quiz. Can I tell you about the quiz?
1: Yes, I just took it the other day. Did and you? It was
0: amazing. I'm, a true, blue. I'm oh, a true blue. Oh, I see that about you. I'm I a see true that. blue. <laughs> okay. So the quiz, it's on the front of my website, but I have a sneaky, fun way to get there. It okay. is, what's your secret superpower? And it shows you what your secret superpower is, what type you are, the Bible verse for your type, what you wish others knew about you and what others wish you knew. So you can go to my website to do it, but you can text in. And if you text to me, you'll get a link right back and you just go to it. And it's a two minute quiz. So you text the word superpower, all one word, to 55444. And you'll get a a text from me with a link and you're all set. That's awesome. I'm so glad you took it. That's so fun.
1: Oh, I totally took it. And uh, I told you earlier that your book is totally like dog-eared, underlined. I'm going to start giving my coaching clients your book because I think it is that important. And um, I'm excited that it's coming out. And there are some bonuses. If people pre-order your book, I'm not sure when this is actually, this is probably going to, your book comes out the 29th. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this might come out the 25th so that oh, if yay, they do hear get this, it. you can oh, go Oh, the
0: bonuses are so it. good. Yeah, so you get a six-week video Bible study or a book study, however you want to use it, and you get the first four chapters immediately. But something really cool is access to my masterclass. I'm teaching a masterclass on finding your calling and living with confidence, and that's normally $250, and you get it for free. I
1: was like, after I saw that, I was like, $250 course, and you get it just because you're going to pre-order?
0: Hello. Yes. I told one of my friends, she said, are you doing a bunch of pre-orders? I said, I'm basically giving away my home and my firstborn this (laughs) time. Pretty
1: much. Yeah. It is an excellent book. I'm so excited. I'm excited for my clients to get their hands on it, but then also my listeners. So I thank you so much for writing it. I know it you put yourself out there and I appreciate that. I really do. Well, thank you, friend. It's great to be on your show. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you for joining me for this conversation today with Allie Worthington. I would love to know if you listened. Take a screenshot of this episode, tag me and Allie. I would love to give you a shout out on Instagram. Next time, I will be talking with Crystal Evans Hurst about her story. She shares so much truth. You don't want to miss it. So until next time, remember, we are all friends of a feather. So let's stick together. Bye, friend.